there. Welcome to this week's Rise Above Noise. Each week, I have the honor of shining a spotlight on someone in our Rise Above Noise community who's making a real difference and helping others with their own business growth. So if you and I haven't met yet, let me introduce myself. My name is Susan Finn. I'm a digital marketing strategist with Rise Above Noise, where for the past 15 years, I've been working with transformation creators to create their personal roadmap in their digital marketing journey. Energy healers, light workers, coaches, creatives, teachers, we work together to create their own system for showing showing up in a way that feels generous and it feels in service so that you show up with consistency so that the people who are already looking for you can find you. Your business grows with flow and with ease. I do believe that when you do marketing, you reach people. That's what marketing is. So this week's guest, Danny Whitestone, wants you to know that when you're ready to push your business forward, when you're ready to do the things that are going to help you scale, it's possible you can totally do this without losing your mind. Danny's going to help us learn the signs and symptoms that are telling us it's time to scale. She's going to tell us what should be in our toolkit to successfully do that. And we're going to learn how to keep balanced and healthy in the process. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get right to it. Part of what I love about the work I do is pressing the buttons. I get that little hit of dopamine every time something does work correctly. And so it erases whatever happened that didn't work correctly. So here we are, one o'clock on a Thursday afternoon and getting ready to do the things. So I'm really excited about today's um, today's topic, how to scale your business without losing your mind. And in particular, right now, like here in New England, spring and the longer days, and Danny and I were just talking, she's getting a puppy. I'm getting a puppy. <laughs> I, I love to garden. I have bees coming. I have grandbabies I love to play with. And so to have a a system, right, to have whatever we're doing in our business, first of all, be manageable, but also to be able to manage our our business time in a way that we get more done or that we're bringing in more or same income because we're working smarter. So whether it's the hint, the tips that we learn or the, the strategies, if it's the tools we use, um, lately otter.ai has been one of my favorite tools because when I'm creating content for my clients or I want to go back and review what our goals were, I can just go in and highlight the tra- a transcript of a conversation, and that really makes everything much easier. Um, you know, well, we can do that. Like, if you're listening or you're listening to this later, I'd love to know what tools you can't live without. I think I'll post that in the group tomorrow. What, what tools can't you live without? And one of the things I've learned, too, is, well, I'm, I'm trying to learn this, right, is the idea of not trading, not trading dollars for hours, but to, again, be very, very strategic about the work we're doing and protecting our time. Time blocking has been um, such a gift for me 
to be able to block out not my work, to block out my personal time so that I know I can let everything go for those however many hours because that is what my strategy was. So in talking about successfully scaling without losing your business, we couldn't have anybody better to talk about this here today than Danny Whitestone, who she'll tell you more, I'm sure, but she has, she built a huge business, she sold a huge business, and now she is passionate about supporting women in particular in small business. So I'm going to get right to it and introduce you with her formal bio. Danny Whitestone is a small business coach and growth marketing consultant, and she helps entrepreneurs grow successful small businesses. She's the founder of the Women's Small Business and Leadership Network and the co-founder of Turbo Law Software, which she bootstrapped to seven figures. She's the author of The Brilliant Businesswoman, Your Guide to Entrepreneurial Success, Danny is a positive and passionate business geek with a mission to help entrepreneurs succeed and thrive in business. And today, when we talk about successfully scaling uh, our business without losing our mind, we know that in, in, there comes a time for all of us when what we did to create our current success stops working. And whether we're falling behind in some of our things or, or losing our networking skills somehow or our emails, whatever it is, we feel stressed. We feel lost. We feel like we're clawing. And what's nice is that Danny's going to tell us that the good news is that you're here because we've done something right. And it's time to take stock of what we're doing in our business and our goals and start putting the pieces in place to scale. Danny, I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you, Susan. I'm excited to be here too. Though I spoke one-on-one um, -on -one a lot about this topic with a lot of a lot of people I've mentored over the years. This is my first time of just kind of having a conversation about it in like in a public forum. And I got I got up this morning. I'm like, I'm so excited to talk about this because I'm having so many one-on-one -on -one conversations about this right now to help people that I'm hoping that having this conversation with you will reach more people to make their lives, to make their small business and entrepreneurial lives better. That I've, I know. And I know like we've had this journey for a couple of years now together, and it's really exciting to see how everything goes. So I, when I asked you, Danny, your, what your superpower is, you said your superpower is removing roadblocks to business success. That's, that's a huge, that's huge. How did you first, how did you realize that's your superpower and how to use it now? I actually realized it was my superpower when growing the software company, because I would, um, as I was, I operated, I was a co, I was a co-founder, but I operated as the director of sales and marketing. But even though I was operating as the director of sales and marketing, you know, as a, as an owner, I would be constantly scanning the organization for where I, it's, um, it's that part, you know, obviously brains and entrepreneurial stuff, but also just where I'm feeling the friction and what's, what's going on. Maybe it's someone that comes in. I'm like, what is going wrong here? And just playing out, like asking people like with my develop, even if it was someone in like development and who's programming, if they had hit a roadblock and you could see it, you could feel it. And also in the, in the data, you can see it. I'm like, okay, well, what's going on here? I'm the director of sales and marketing. And yeah, I'm sitting with the development team saying, okay, guys, like, 
what's going on? And they, they're like, you probably wouldn't understand it. I'm like, I don't care. Because if I know enough to be able to find the people that do know how to help you, then we'll get past this roadblock, which is which is I found myself doing that a lot, whether it was working with our CFO, our attorneys or and that's kind of where I stood back and like, OK, well, maybe that's maybe that's what I'm good at is. And when I look at when I speak or mentor with someone and I have a you know conversation with them and they share me their business or either like their websites, given that I have been doing this for 30 years now, you can kind of see it. I have um, and also I have some coaching certifications in things other than business which gave me a leg up in terms of where the roadblocks are. I'm like, is the roadblock mindset? Is the roadblock money messages? Is the roadblock road, road your health? Uh, can I tell that you're not sleeping and eating? So your brain's not working right. You're not making you know, decisions properly that you would be if you were in a healthy state. And so I guess that's in the nuts and bolts of it. And just, it just probably is just experience. I could have said that a lot succinctly. I say experience by meeting with people now and, and seeing and getting an understanding of, okay, what's going wrong and how can, what's going wrong, what's going right, and how can we make things better? Everybody needs that, right? Like we yeah. all get stuck no matter what. Yes. So you, I know that you said that you have 10 tips that you can usually go over. And I know that we might not get to all 10 today, but I do, do know that you're holding a webinar next week where you will be going way deep into these. So let's get, let's kind of scrape the surface, surface and start getting us um, into what what are the main things we need to know if we're going to successfully scale our business? Well, if you if you are to the point that you need to scale, it, you're going to find yourself, there's going to be two parts of this. You have a proven business model. You're making, the revenue is there. You know you have a business that's working. And kind of, that's, the, that's the good part. However, what the the signals are that you that you need to scale and you need to stop doing what you're doing is basically like you keep, on the personal side, if you want an indicator, you have to start apologizing a lot. Like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry I didn't get back to you. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe I missed your email. Um, maybe a lead came in and you missed it for a week. So on the personal side, you know you need to make some changes if you find yourself apologizing a lot. On the financial side, you know, we talked about earlier in this talk about the, the need to scale for personal fulfillment. In, in, in doing what we need to do to be well-balanced humans. However, if you don't make these changes at the stages of your business, it's going to go backwards because you'll get those negative reviews. You'll get the people like, well, I reached out to them. You know, they'll talk amongst their friends. I forget what the data was, but how many people will actually you know, spread the word? I forget what it was back in the day. I'll make it up. I'm like, you know, they'll tell 10 people about a negative thing, but only like one other people for a positive thing. So if someone reaches out for your services and you don't get back to them for like, a month, a week, or something like that, that's going to start eroding all the good that you've actually built. So that's, those, are some of the, those are some of the warning signs and the signals that it's time to go, you know, now you're, you're kind of get through startup and you need to scale. And scale is different than growth. Um, scale is that growing exponentially versus uh, growing exponentially where growth is, you know, adding more. You can you can grow by adding more hours and working more hours. But scale is really putting in those those systems in those systems and changes in place to get you to that next level while still keeping the expense, expenses, uh, expenses in check. Yeah, so. So how do people like what, where are we going with this? Right. Is it. Is it a CRM system? Is it, um, what is it? 
now that I set the groundwork, now that I, now that I set the groundwork a little bit, because I, now that we set the groundwork, first of all, you need to pause, which is really scary because if you're in the stage of business, you are going to be frantic. You're going to be juggling so many balls, but you need to pause because you need to start taking that mental shift of work instead of working in your business and working on your business. So um, one of the first things I always recommend when people are at this stage of business is that you need to look at you need to look at technology. And even if you've been using wonderful tools that got you up to this point, so you will need to make that jump to something else. And what I usually see is people using miscellaneous tools. You got email over here. You have calendaring over here is moving to like a really full scale CRM, something that's going to run your entire organizational ecosystem from orders in invoicing and billing, because these types of systems can do a lot more than your standalones. For example, someone misses an invoice, the systems follow up automatically and chase that payment for you. Things, and we need to just automate as much as possible while still keeping it, while still keeping it personal. The next thing we need to, the next one we usually talk about is hiring. And that can be interesting for entrepreneurs because you uh, because especially if we're control freaks and we don't want to take our hands, it's it's such a scary time of business for business owners because you're so used to having your hands on the wheel and your hands and everything. But we need to start taking that and um, taking that away and start and start delegating. So a lot of people's, you know, like, oh, my gosh, I'm overwhelmed. I need to hire. That's usually uh, you know their next go to. And that can be a really good thing to do. However, they're usually too fast to hire and too slow to fire. So if you do have someone that's part-time with you or even full-time, but it's not the right person and you find you're kind of like, oh, this is not really working, sometimes you need to take a look at the people if you do have some employees and think, okay, this is not the right person or they're not the right, back to like um, good to great. No, this isn't the right person, right? Not the right person in the seat on the bus. So I really encourage entrepreneurs when they're doing that hiring process, don't like go with your gut, get someone involved. And it doesn't have to cost a lot of money now. Someone to do like a Colby or something like that to do one of those assessments to really make sure that this person is the right person that you need. Because a hiring mistake at this stage of your business can be can set you back so far because it's expensive to hire and, and train. And then it's especially if you need to fire someone with unemployment and all that kinds of stuff, it's, it can be a real giant headache. So do your best to hire correctly. Another thing is communications. So now it's not going to just be you. You need to have a communication system with your team in terms of to make sure that you're all rowing in the same direction. You can't be going this way and someone else is on, you find someone else on the phone giving a customer completely information that's completely not in with your vision of the company. So you need to invest in talking to them about this is the company vision. These are the company protocols. And this is what we're going to do. And having those regular check-ins with staff um, and setting up the agenda to make sure that they know what their responsibilities are and that you're tracking their metrics in their progress. So, but all of these things, Susan, come down, you talk about, you know, juggling all the balls, you know, it's, if you have to take on, you know, the management and training ball, you have to put another one down. So bringing on, if you've done your own bookkeeping, like that's the time you need a bookkeeper, you know, again, hiring those people, because if you're picking up, a, if you're picking up a ball, you have to figure out which one you're going to put down. Another, oh, here's a personal story. So, so I just, instead of just going on with business nonsense, so investment. 
there well even though we are we tried we do try to grow and be as in at least in my humble opinion to do so and be as lean as possible with our expenses you're going to need to put some significant investment at this stage of your business. Those full, like those full CRMs, if you find you need to go to one of those, they're not cheap. You know, you're looking at between $150 and $300 a month in a lot of cases. There, I'm so grateful. There's a lot on the market, but um, a full spectrum thing that's going to run your organization is usually quite an investment. In my personal stories, I remember when we were doing a lot of mailing, a lot of uh, postcards. We were basically creating an in an in house mailing department in in my business because that we figured that was the most cost effective way to do it and I remember I had just like bought a house like like a year and a half before and I remember having this copier one of these big things that collated and printed and it was huge and I remember having to sign the lease on this thing I'm just gonna look at this all dysregulated body language it was like I signed the lease on this thing guaranteeing it it was it was as much as my house in terms of making those leaps in business so but it's one of those investments that did, you know, that got, that got us to the next level of of growth. So you might not have something as extreme like that on your horizon, but it could be an employee, you know, to the tune of whatever, you know, tens of thousand dollars a year. So they can be very scary. So do what you can to make those decisions very wisely. And of course, you're going to need to, if you don't have a business plan yet, you're going to need to get on that. And work well, that's what I was just thinking when you were talking about having to purchase this piece of equipment and create a, a whole department. It's like, why? I don't think any one person could make those decisions or even a team. You would really need to have somebody, I would say, facilitating, guiding, mediating, and then putting together the plan to say, well, when does this get paid off? At what point does this investment pay off? And that's another one of the uh, that's another one of the things that I have in terms of investment is um, a coach and guidance at this stage of your business to talk mm-hmm. with someone, to, uh, like a really well vetted coach to make sure that like someone who's been there, who's done that, who knows how to run those kinds of numbers and help guide your and, and help guide your hand in some of these decisions. So, um, you know, have I made you know have I made six figure business mistakes? Absolutely. <laughs> it's um, and I <laughs> had I wish I had not done it. Yes, it's um. It's uh, kind of like a, I'll call that my MBA, my six-figure business mistake. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, another thing I talk about is the right professionals around you, whether they be your accountants or lawyers, because the people that have helped you get to this stage of business might not be the people that get you to the next stage. And it can be it can be scary to depart from friends sometimes, but if sometimes your professionals can hold you back because they don't have the knowledge to help, they don't have the knowledge and vision to get you to that next level. Mm. That that is a whole different thing as well, right? So you're right, like all the different investments, and it's scary if you don't know what you what you're actually doing or where you're going. But yeah. the right professionals can guide you and get you and get you to the right people. Yeah. And I, um, I, I, I've, you know, I've lived through this. I've probably been through three accountants, which is, you know, a good problem. It is a good problem to have, but, and they're all amazing, wonderful people. But when you, when you do think that you need someone kind of like a level beyond where you are, because, you know, people that are used to working with, if your goal is to get to those, you know, get to that seven figures, you you know, part having an accountant or partnering with people who like this is their like daily life and this is what they do for business owners. Not only can they have the knowledge in the scope to look at you to say like, okay, 
you know, let's take a look at this and help you plan. But they know people like, hey, do you they're like, you know what, I'll connect you to let me connect, you know, connect you to Sarah. You know, she's you know, she's doing this. Maybe she has some resources for you. So in addition to their prof- you know, their professional advice, they're wonderful. They're absolutely wonderful resources for help. That's awesome. And it, I would. So then my mind goes and I know you have other tips to go to. So we'll get, get there. But also my mind goes to the many different networking groups that I've been in. There are so many. But that when you go to, let's say, a mastermind group, same thing, an investment, a mastermind group with the people that you're right, that you're describing who are at that mm-hmm. level of thinking where they're going to push you beyond your comfort zone and connect you with the people who are going to lead you to your success. Ab- yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. When you are with those people that Jim Rohn famously said, you know, you become the five people that you surround yourself with. So if you're looking to get to that next level, this actually might be the most important thing that comes out of this. This talk is that you surround yourself with those people, those people who have already been there where you want to be. And, and I remember this is a non-business example of that, but I remember I walked into across my first CrossFit class. And I walked through the doors and I saw these women. They were like, they were like human Shiras, you know, if you still into the eighties, they were jumping up in these boxes and they just like, I'm like, Oh my gosh. But again, because of my business, I'm like, this is the place I want to be because there's no way I can't hang out with these people and not get better. True. That's right. That's right. And though, just like in business, like they're all incredibly supportive because they've been where I've been and they know they they want to they want to help and they want to help you grow because they know what it's like to struggle you know in startup and feel like oh my gosh I don't know what I'm doing you know I have my expenses are up revenue mortgages employees and it can be it can almost feel like a second startup Susan because everything that works doesn't seem to be working anymore and you have to learn every you have to learn everything new like we talked about you know, hiring employees. Okay. Now you need to look into employment law and hire and and look for someone to help you in that area to make sure you're doing that right. Because the last thing you want to do is mess up the legalities when you're hiring somebody. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much. And also I think right now where we are in this moment of time, things have shifted so much in the past two years that maybe what was working great two years ago Mm -hmm. really needs to be reexamined, right? Everything now more Zoom, more more uh, online, less meeting in person. Are we meeting in person? Are we not meeting in person? It's so up in the air so that when you create the systems that you're talking about with strategy, then um, those are the things that can kind of, not that you can ignore them. You can't ignore them, but you know where you're going. You know the path you're taking and you don't get distracted by the other things. Getting just, it's, it's an interesting, it's a fine line to walk as an entrepreneur when you, you know, to get distracted by other things, because if you're a vision, especially if you're the visionary type of entrepreneur, like everything's going to be excited and like, oh, this, I can do this over here. And you totally can. And what I usually recommend is like, okay, just, you know, open up your phone and keep a running of all your ideas, keep the notes, right. but then strategically look at them and don't, because I, in the book, I even call it like shiny, you know, shiny, beware of shiny object syndrome, because it's so excited to you can get so excited about so much, but at the end of the day, we only have so many resources. So, and the, in one of those keys is really focused, you know, focused, just like in life, focused intent. Not that I like we can't, that. I love that focus intent. Not that we can't, you know, have the idea bank so that we, we can look at it because we don't want to miss opportunities, but 
when everything seems like an opportunity, we can it can be a business detriment if we try to spread ourselves too thin. Absolutely. I've lived it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we all we all have because we're like creative types and it's all exciting. Yeah. yeah. Before I even finish one thing, I'm on to the next shiny thing. Yep. And it's also that addiction to dopamine that I mentioned at the beginning um, where I just like doing the things. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's just it just feeds me what I need. That's how I got into sciences, into uh, into my um, food science business. It's how I got into digital marketing, excuse me, <clears throat> through um, through the Women's Business Network of Southeastern Massachusetts. It's like doing the things gives me joy. And when the things that I do help other people in their mm-hmm. lives, that brings me joy as well. Yeah. So it's right, but you have got to stay focused. It would be so easy for me not to stay focused. It's 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 a fine it's 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 a it's a delicate balance be, being an entrepreneur and um and, and um yeah and managing that. It certainly is. <laughs> I agree. I agree. What else you got on your list? Well, I know we're coming up on time, so I will say quickly. I'll just in terms of we, you mentioned it earlier in that you know boundaries. Boundaries for your time because you got to start putting on that CEO hat instead of being that worker in your business all the time. You have to carve out that time so that things get handled properly. And also, it's interesting with boundaries because I was once asked, I did a wonderful talk out in Boston, and they like, what's what in terms of what's the, what's the toughest thing to do as a manager in a small business? And I'm like, it's employees when they're like your friends. And that line gets really blurry and then they start, you know, it's like, oh, I had to pick up, you know, I had to pick up, you know, my daughter. I had it and all that stuff's great. But if it happens like every single day and that line's blurred between friends and employee, then that can, but the work starts not getting done. That can be a huge problem. So boundaries is is um, one thing I talk about. Um, written processes, time for that. Mm. If you don't have one yet, time for that operations manual. Doesn't have to be scary. All it means is writing down the stuff that you do. It's not scary. You do it little bit by little bit. Operations manual sounds scary. It's not. <laughs> and um, the, I'll just wrap it up because we this is a whole little jump. And we'll, I can talk more about this on that webinar. Is contingency plans. If you cannot run your business, who's gonna do it? <laughs> if you, God forbid, you're laid up for a little bit or a lot of it with um anything, you know, even a broken like knock on wood. I don't, um, but you know, who's going to sign the paychecks? How are things going to function? Because now you have other things and people to take care of. So what, are, what, what are those, you know, what are those things? Figure it out before it happens. It makes it life a lot easier. <laughs> so smart. Oh my gosh. So many good tips. So much. I hope it's not too much. <laughs> well, you know what it was? I know that they, we went high level, right? Because yeah. you're going to go into them deeper level yeah. when, uh, when you have your webinar. So yes. why don't we go ahead and share share the information about your webinar so people can dive deeper? Oh, that would be great. So I've created the webinar, um, Successfully Scale, How to Strategically Grow Your Business Without Losing Your Mind. Um, I'm going to be doing it on Tuesday, April 5th at 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. If you go to dannywhitestone.com forward slash scale, that's D-A-N-I-W-H-I-T-E-S-T-O-N-E forward slash scale. You can um, sign up for the webinar. If you can't make it, sign up anyway. You know how it works. You get the recording. So. Oh, wow. That's good to know. It's um, and it's, I'm doing it with go to meetings, not like the so that I can see faces and talk to people. So try to keep it fun and intimate and, and never boring. I don't like I don't like boring. <laughs> I'm looking at it here. So it's DannyWhitestone.com. Yes. I want to make sure that I sh- 
share the. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And also I have the, of course I have the women's small business and leadership network. So if you want to join, if you're not in the, if you're not in my group yet, um, go ahead and join. And I've been so grateful to be a part of your group, Susan rise above noise because you really help people do that. And as marketers, there's nothing more important. If how, how, how do you rise above that, the noisy marketplace? Well, that's the thing. It's to be, it's to, I love the community. I'm a community builder. So I love the the Rise Above Noise Facebook group. I love that people can jump in there, ask a question and get an answer right away. And I also love that people are sharing, um, sharing their comments and sharing everything in there and as, as they do in, the, in your group as well. And I just put the link to Women's Small Business and Leadership Network oh, into you. the Facebook page so people can go in there and I'll find the other link in a little bit. But I think basically it's, it's what... I think the most important, well, I guess they're all really, really important, (laughs) but I almost think that the last thing you said was the most important is what are your systems and maybe not, you know, you, of course you want to figure out what all of the systems are, but that is where I live, right? With the email marketing and figuring out, I can't, you know, I, you can't write down everybody's email that you meet, throw them on an email list. You can't do that. First of all, you just can't. It's against the rules. And secondly, right, it's time. So how do you get people to come into your community, to come into your email list so that you can share with them and you can um, be able to generously give hints and tips, right? Like I'm thinking, oh, this would be a great series, the 10 things you need to know, right? Like that's a great network, a great nurture sequence, Like, what do you have already that you can share? And it makes it easy so that you know, all right, I just have to share this one link the next time I do networking and my list will grow and I can attract more clients. A business is really at its, you know, at its heart, it's a series of, it's a a bunch of systems. Mm. Oh, I like that. Hold on, I'm going to write that in there. Business is a list of systems. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a collection of, it's a collection of systems. Like that's how, like when you have a French in a, like a franchise, look at it. It's just like, okay, we have a McDonald's stamp. Now we have a McDonald's over here and you get the people to run the systems. Love that. It's, it's systems. I mean, but we're small businesses and we're all very unique and we're all very needed. So, but you know, you can't take the personal element out of it, but really, really um maybe someone else has a better quote i'll work on that in terms of a, a smart sounding quote that talks about business and systems <laughs> i yeah, call I like it that. ecosystem yeah it's a great take it's a great takeaway danny thank you so much for being with us today and sharing and then inviting us to your webinar in a, in a couple of weeks looking forward to seeing that and learning more and you know i've i've been watching what you're doing and i just really admire how you're building community you always feel so approachable and you wrote a book and 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 i'm just really proud to to know you and have you in my community i love you so much and i love your community thank you so much for having me on this is this was great i really really appreciate it thank you so much susan you're very welcome well there you have it i hope you enjoyed this week's Rise Above Noise Spotlight as much as I did, you know, our Rise Above Noise community is really revolutionizing how service professionals show up in their marketing to make a real difference in the world. We're showing up with generosity. We're showing up with consistency. We know that marketing is what helps our business grow, but it's also how we show up. Now, 
as Danny made clear today, in order to grow without losing our mind, we need to be strategic in the systems that we set up to support that growth. There are investments of time and money that we might need to commit to if we're going to successfully scale. Now, more than ever, our world needs our transformation creators to be successful in their ventures. We need you to show up in service and make a real difference in our world. And again, I'll say now more than ever. So I do want to thank you for joining today, and I look forward to seeing you in our Rise Above Noise community, and I can't wait to share the next Rise Above Noise spotlight.